0: Welcome to Link Adelaide. The 2012 Crack Theatre Festival. In 2012, Gareth Hart and Jane Grimley are the two artistic directors at uh, the, the Crack Theatre Festival, which is part of the This Is Not Art Festival in Newcastle. Um, Gareth joins me online now. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Stephen. How are you? All right, thank you. Now, this is uh, the day of the launch, so you're about to release your program to the masses. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a big four days. It's going to be a huge four days. Um, it's going to be an even bigger
1: lead-up to the festival <laughs> because, as you say, we're releasing the program today, but actually we're they're being a bit sneaky and we're just releasing snippets to kind of tease people in the lead-up to the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a big, big build-up in the next uh, five or six weeks before festival. Yeah. And then, and then obviously, the four days of insanity that is has come to known as the Crack Theater Festival, <laughs> which is... Um, yeah, looking bigger, bolder and sharper than, than any festival run before. Um, we've got uh, over 50 works. I think we have about 58 or 59 events um, going on over okay. the four days. Yeah. yeah, not talk about that, yeah. <laughs> about the, the scale of it. Um, but the the applications we received this year were just uh, you know of a really excellent standard that we uh, hadn't had in such overwhelming numbers. Before, mm. so we we just said we have to say yes to all to everything.
0: Well, you know, to all, all the stuff that's in the program because we we're so excited by it all. Yeah. yeah, and I guess as a as a festival sort of model, it seems to be a little bit like Next Wave, which happens in Melbourne. Uh, I think biennially, every every two years, um, in terms of being all about cutting edge and the latest kind of artists doing all sorts of work.
1: I'm not sure originally if it was based on our, you know, on the Next Wave model, but it is. You know, we sort of consider Next Wave to be our, our brother or sister festival. Uh, you know, what they do is, um, you know, on a much bigger scale than what we do, but still, the core of what they do is very aligned with what we do as well. Where our core ethos is about supporting experimental and emerging artists, into the artists who are really taking bold endeavours, who are asking big questions in their practice, who are taking taking risks in what they do, and not just um, not just in form but in, in, in content, in form, in process and, and in their understanding and development as artists. So yeah, it's a really sort of layered uh, investigation we ask artists to go under. Um, but it's a really exciting one because you know, history tells us through the, the three previous festivals of Crack Theatre Festival that that produces the most exciting results yes. you know, and uh, actually gives the, the
0: most uh, benefit to the artists involved. And this mm. is the third crack. Fourth.
1: fourth, Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm not adding well today. That's right. Um, <laughs> and I, I, it's not just about theatre performance. This festival we do have a whole lot of forums and things like that involved.
1: Yeah, and we've you know we we've made a real push to that being a, a bigger focus this year. Our our panel discussions, our forums, and our masterclasses, uh, because you know festivals uh, festivals and. Uh, you know, putting on a putting on a work or being supported to produce the work is, is an excellent opportunity. But what really sustains an artist over time, I think, and what deepens their practice and what really makes them believe that the big questions are worth asking, is critical critical discussion and critical discourse. So we've um, we've taken a responsive stance this year, where we've sort of looked at the program and asked, you know, what what are people making and what are they interested in and how do we support that by giving them, you know, skills and knowledge and uh, the opportunity to to discuss these big questions that they're doing and how can that support, you know, the making, which for a lot of artists is the, the primary focus.
0: <clears throat> Great. Um, mm. And uh, I guess in terms of your positioning in Newcastle, can you sort of, you're, you're nestled in as part of the This Is Not Art Festival. Can you tell me a little bit about that and how that's come to be?
1: Yeah, so... Most people probably know this is not art, and um, it's a big annual festival um, uh, held in Newcastle, and specifically in Newcastle. It started in Newcastle 13 years ago, and has continued to grow strength to strength since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tina is, is unique in the sense that uh, it's a it's an umbrella festival which houses a number of smaller festivals uh, inside that umbrella, and each festival has a particular focus in, you know, new media or, or Practise like we do, or writing, or critical research in, in Australia. So each festival has their, their specialty, I guess, um, for want of a better term, and they focus on that. So we bring, you know, we bring a lot of you know live art practise to SENA, mm-hmm. Um and then all of the other festivals sort of uh, bring in their own their own niche um, audiences and their niche uh, artists and participants to uh, to become the experts in that field within the umbrella uh, of Tina.
0: Right. So
1: Tina as a whole uh, presents close to 200 works over the four days. So all mm-hmm. the festivals happen the Thursday to Sunday um, across the long weekend in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And yeah, collaboratively together, um, the four festivals comprise about 200 events, um, which is firstly incredibly unique just mm-hmm. for the sheer quantity, <laughs> the sheer size yeah. of the festival of four days long. And also the other unique thing, well, one of the other unique things. There are many things about Tina that <laughs> excite many people. But the other great thing is that every every event inside Tina is free to attend uh, for participants, for artists, for punters, for audiences, for anyone who is passionate enough to get there and to go along. That every event is actually free to attend and partake in, which is sort of unheard of in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> um, 200 events over four days. You know, you can't. Physically, one person can 't see or partake in everything you know if you were to, to divide it into a festival where uh, you, you thought long and hard about the audience journey and if they wanted to see everything, how would you program that, we actually hold about enough of them to about six festivals you know for about three weeks, but we actually crammed that into two days
0: about <laughs> <Just laughs> uh, four days so huge yeah. and and so, yeah. cool, so cool to have free free things as well um, in terms of I guess, where, where the festival's place you, it's all on in Newcastle, and um, Newcastle's fairly working class is a fairly working-class area. Has there been kind of a struggle to get the arts recognised over there? Or have you got a really, uh, really nice kind of audience building? Yeah, you know, like any festival, I think that uh,
1: is a vacation festival or a destination festival, where people go to an area where they might not normally be, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to something like the Melbourne International Arts Festival, which, of course, people travel interstate for, but a lot of the audience from that festival are already based in Melbourne because of a large artist population. So I think for something like Tina that happens uh, you know, as a destination and, you know, and a tourist destination for that, for that matter as well, that uh, it, it's always met with a little bit of resistance. There are always going to be people that, aren't, that think that the resources and the investment in the arts that Tina requires, which on the scale of other national festivals is minimal. Uh, could be better spent, you know, or better better utilised. Mm. And that there is sort of there is a small section of the Newcastle community who's a little bit like Australia storms their town and takes over their, their city for four days. Um, but then there is an overwhelming majority of the people uh, involved in CENA and local residents and so forth who see it as the amazing opportunity that it is, that it's, it's put Newcastle really on the map mm. you know, a decade ago when, when Newcastle was, you know, undergoing some pretty radical changes and people are still figuring out what Newcastle was all about. Um, And Tina really, really boosted the profile of Newcastle to the point where, you know, last year, Tina was voted as the number one thing to do in the Asia-Pacific region by Lonely Planet.
0: That's
1: right. Yeah, it's really attracting, like, national and international exposure. And, um, you know, we don't pretend that everybody that knows of Tina is a lover of Tina. You know, Mm. there, of course, there are small... Groups of people who who aren't. But what it it has done is really raise the profile of Newcastle. And and I think that everybody really appreciates that benefit that team has been able to bring, you know, a community that was was really struggling, you know, to have a real sense of uniqueness in what they do. You know, it's historically a a mining town and a shipping shipping port. Newcastle was kind of a trade route for a long time and then now it's become a really incredible, uh, you know, urban mecca. And, you know, at the end of last year, Newcastle was absorbed into the, uh, the city of Greater Sydney. So it's actually now not considered a regional location. So, um, you know, I think, you know, initiatives like TINA and like uh, Renew Newcastle that's happening there have really made it into a thriving metropolis as opposed mm-hmm. to, um, you know, a, a smaller, what was perceived as a regional location for a long time. That's
0: yeah. great. And I think a, lot, a, a number of parallels, I suppose, with Adelaide being... Uh, also a smaller city in the scheme of things, sort of Melbourne and Sydney are a lot bigger than Adelaide, but we've got the Adelaide Fringe, which is totally huge and has put our city on the map as well. So, I mean, I think from from my point of view, it's one of the reasons why Link Adelaide's really happy to be involved with with Crack this year. Um, And I guess to start talking a little bit about that, we're going to be sort of touching base and talking to a lot of the artists over the next few weeks as uh, you launch and release artist details, we'll be um, podcasting and putting up interviews with some of the artists just to, I guess, help them get some exposure and sort of almost give a bit of a curtain rays of the sort of art we might be able to expect to come down to Adelaide for the next year's sprint.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, there are particular artists that I won't say just yet because the program isn't quite live. <laughs> but I'm trying to uh, tease
0: you. I'm trying to get some. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yes, of course. But, um, you know, you've got, uh, a woman never reveals her tricks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, there are artists in the festival who have had really incredible success in Adelaide who have won you know, best performers in their particular genres you know, at previous Adelaide Fringe festivals. So there's, there's quite a few ties between between Craft Theatre Festival and this and that, and then into uh, you know Adelaide and Adelaide Fringe. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, interviews should be coming out uh, really, really soon. It's hopefully, mm-hmm. within yeah. the next week, we'll, we'll uh, get some interviews up and start absolutely hammering the, the people that are going to be uh, having a wonderful time over in uh, Newcastle this year between September 27 and 30. If you can get there, everything is free. Um, is there a kind of booking system for people to book tickets? Or is it kind of uh, show up on the door and then once it's full, it's full?
1: Yeah, there's no booking system for for in, individual events. What we have launched this year is a um, team as a whole has launched a campaign called Show Your Support.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: basically uh, a small request for generosity. It's a 20, a $20 donation to the operational cost of This Is Not Us. Yeah. And from that, uh, you receive a package which includes, like, uh, the printed program, which is only a limited, a limited press run, a limited print run. Sorry, of the program, so there's only a limited number of those. So you get one of those secured for your name. A whole lot of thank you gifts, and drink tokens for the for the Tina Festival Club, um, and a whole lot of inside um, collateral and knowledge that people um, who aren't uh, or have chosen or aren't aware of the show your support won't get. So um, you can access that from thisisnotart.org.au.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Uh, and yeah, so that's just a twenty dollars donation, and that basically it secures your love for the festival, and it also secures you know a little bit of uh, the future of Cena as well. So that's the only booking system. So, um, and of course, that's not mandatory, but it is um, encouraged and welcome. So twenty dollars for two hundred events, all free. Pretty good.
0: That's huge. And um, all the information about the program will be released later on today. Uh, it's going to be up there now by the time you hear this uh, at CrackCedarFestival Uh, which is your website, and we'll have all of our information up, including uh, extra profiles and all the podcasts and everything linked together. Uh, On our website, we've got a mini site set up for the Crack Theatre Festival. It is at linkadelaide.com.au forward slash crack. Um, And a few things may keep on being built in the next few days as we finish off the website, but for now, that's where you can go. Um, Gareth, thank you very much for your time and have a fantastic Crack Theatre Festival. Pleasure, Stephen. Thanks so much. Great to chat. And for more on the Crack Theatre Festival, check our mini-site at linkadelaide.com.au forward slash crack. There'll be heaps more interviews coming as we get closer and closer to Crack, which is from the 27th to the 30th of September 2012. And as we are leading up to the 2013 Adelaide Fringe, we are going to be covering that again. So if you have an event that you're registering for the Adelaide Fringe, Get in touch with us at fringe at linkadelaide.com.au with your details and we'll start to organise interviews now so that we're ready to go in 2013.